Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris with a <coughs> croaky throat. Ah, frog in my throat. Needy. Hey, uh, today I got one word in the back of my mind and uh, I want to bring it to the front and talk about it. And that word is inflammation. Inflammation. 99.9999% of people die on this planet because of one word inflammation let's talk about it so as an example this morning uh, I, I checked my um, banking records because I've been paid by some people and the money hasn't arrived in my account <coughs> I've got a refund on a mobile phone from Apple the money hasn't arrived in my account uh, and so there's a bu <laughs> bunch of stuff hasn't arrived in my account and immediately of course <clears throat> I allocate due responsibility for that to uh, to Westpac big brother stealing money from people delaying transaction uh, arrivals and using the money to make money in the meantime and uh, so immediately I go into inflammation. I inflame a situation. Now, an event is just an event. The money went in, the money goes across, and the money comes into my account. And there's a period in between where the banks make a profit, and there's no use inflaming it and getting pissed off about it. But I did for a few seconds and then caught myself thought about it and said do I really want to die being angry about something I can't change or let's say can't don't want to can't be bothered so that's one in form of inflammation taking an, an event and turning it into an emotion so events are events in the world uh, oceans are oceans until we are uh, make them otherwise till we judge them good or bad so today I look out there's a beautiful sunrise um, it's a fairly flat sea it's a good day if the Sun can come out through the clouds for a great ocean swim not too much pounding surf um, sand is lovely and soft but at the end of the day these judgments that I'm making are inflammatory because they take sand and give it a context they say soft sand nice sand cold sand these are judgments the sand is just sand people are just people banks are just banks until we judge them otherwise once we make that judgment it's uh, inflamed so there's one thought for today as to whether as to how much responsibility you want to take for inflaming things and it's the job of the press it's the job of the marketing department to take a boring old phone and make it sound like uh, you just bought a slice of the universe when really it's a boring old phone they've changed some of the features on the new iPhones to eliminate some of Steve Jobs patents and in doing so ended up with a 
more like a truck for a phone than it is the beautiful soft round corners and sleek design of the past. That said, its functionality is good and so marketing's job is to promote inflammation, get my brain inflamed. And they know that because uh, they offer a money-back guarantee really quick for all of these things. Inflamed. Buyer's remorse. Inflammation. Romance. Inflammation. Marketing. Inflammation. Uh, depression. Deflammation. Oh, hang on. It's throwing a curveball there, Chris. Elation is the way we hype things up. So we call elation inflammation. And the consequence of elation is depression. So those who are depressed are also elated. Infatuation is another form of uh, inflammation. Infatuation and inflammation, same word. Infatuation is to build something up greater than it is. And resentment is the other side of inflammation, is to put something down further than it is. What it is, is just like sand, it just is. So, to live in a state of higher consciousness or at the top of the consciousness cone, we have to let go of a lot of these things that are considered to be everyday, normal, healthy things, such as inflammation, such as infatuation, such as elation, because they all inflate. They all build up. Beautiful sand builds up sand. Then tomorrow I have to go freezing sand builds down sand. So everything that we build up, something or someone has to build down again. Sometimes in a home, the privilege to inflame, such as I'm right, you're wrong, uh, do it my way, to hell with your way, sometimes the privilege to build up uh, has to be managed with maturity. Otherwise, somebody else goes down as a result of us being up. And this is what I say about the emotional shower when you walk in the front door of your house. Make sure that you're not built yourself up for the day and someone in the house gets deflated because you're inflated. Now, we've only talked about the mental aspect. Inflammation also goes to the physical aspect. And when we inflame, we get hyper. And hyper means uh, sugar-filled. And the sources of that sugar are infinite. Uh, uh, I watched, uh, I did a, a bike turbo yesterday for an hour and a bit with a guy, Ian Boswell, who took takes you into, which is with Sufferfest, takes you into his personal life uh, with a camera and you do training with him and he cooks his breakfast, he cooks his lunch, cooks his dinner 
with his partner and shows you what he does to maintain the calorie uh, uh, balance of his body. And if I ate what he ate, the volume of it and the quantity and the and the quality of it, <clears throat> I'd be um, fat like a huge pig. So it he's as skinny as a rake. But when we went on the bike ride, I, I saw on his uh, bike meter that he was putting out 400 and something kilos when he, for uh, what when uh, when we were in a cruise mode. So I'm putting out about 130 in cruise mode. So he's putting out that many watts, which is that many calories per hour, irrespective of his body weight. That's a huge amount of power output. That's a huge amount of power he's got to put back in, huge amount of calories. So it's very easy for us to get snared into the idea that we've done a hard workout and measure it in terms of hours done or, or um, minutes run or or anything, but really it's calories burnt uh, or what's generated is the important thing because as I said, he, this guy was eating potatoes and he was eating all sorts of starch and, and a massive amount of things that if I ate that, I'd be fat like an elephant. And um, because I'm just doing the same as him, we, uh, he, I was doing, I did the same training day as him, but <laughs> his output because he's a Tour de France bike rider, his output was four times mine for the same period of exercise. So it's not whether we eat steak, it's just how much. It's not whether we eat potatoes, it's how they're cooked. So inflammation and starch and all these things, sugars, it's not that we can't have them, it's just how much. So one uh, square of chocolate might be my daily limit. It's, it doesn't say I can't have some. My problem is, <laughs> if there is such a thing, my problem is that I can't eat one square of chocolate, I eat one block. And I can't drink one glass of red wine, I drink two. So my problem is that uh, once I give myself license to go into the world of inflammation and inflammatory foods, I become uh, so nourished and gratified by them that I can't uh, limit them. So that's just one of the idiosyncrasies of being Chris. I lived from the age of 10 until 15, basically on stolen sugar. I stole uh, product from the back of shops. I had a cache of uh, lemonades and uh, uh, soft drinks and things hidden in uh, in parks and in gardens and in, in, in spare blocks of land and, and orchards near my house. And uh, I could, for breakfast, eat five packets of snakes, um, a, a full large bottle of uh, what was in the time Marchants, but is now called Coke. Uh, I, I, I would feel myself so hyped up with sugar. And basically that was my staple diet because things at home, you know, what I would be given for breakfast would be a bowl of cornflakes and a piece of toast with honey. And that just wasn't gonna fuel my day, the amount of energy I burnt. So I lived on sugar and I have this sugar craving thing. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it's easy for me to overcome it if I say zero, but it's not easy for me to overcome it if I say a little bit of uh, inflammation's a little bit okay. So, Anyway, we go back to inflammatory foods and 
there are some foods that are very inflammatory and we call them uh, nightshades and uh, the nightshades are things like eggplant potatoes uh, onions garlics um, and there's one other in the mix there somewhere I think tomatoes is one they're things that grow at night for some reason uh, things that grow at night become really inflammatory so that's a part of the story and then there are things that are full loaded with what's called fast carbs sugars that can be digested really quickly and those things are going to make you fat like a horse they really are going to make you big because they uh, go straight to the blood and if you're an athlete and you're about to go on a 10k run you you want something that breaks down and and Boswell on this show yesterday was talking about uh, three hours, two to three hours before an event you eat and then uh, the, the, the nourishment of the food is in your, in your blood by the time you're uh, in, in competing. But then you've got maintenance and the, you have to be really careful during the maintenance period of an event that you don't overhype your sugar. Um, and then he's talking about the evening meal where he's replacing some of the carbs and he continually talked about enjoying and having ice cream and uh, enjoying fruits in season and things like that. But this guy, as I said, is, is, is almost like a uh, Michael Phelps, you know, training so hard and burning so many calories at such a pace uh, that, uh, that, that they can pretty much err on the, on the, on the inflammatory side of food. However, inflammation stops recovery. So during a heavy training load and when you're doing a hard days of living, inflammation is going to stop you being ready for tomorrow. So inflammation comes from, in, on a milder sense, comes from red meats, alcohol, uh, heavy starches like potatoes, um, pasta, the things you know uh, will make you fat because they're high glycemic index high GI foods, that means they break down and go into your blood and uh, they inflame your body, inflammatory response. So I had a steak yesterday afternoon, a nice piece of Wagyu beef. It cost me a, an absolute, it cost me more than an aura ring. Anyway, the bottom line is uh, today I feel inflamed. My body is inflamed from it. So we just need to moderate these things and I, I too need to be able to back them, to recognize how good it is, but just maybe have uh, 100 grams of steak instead of three. <laughs> At work, uh, there is an inflammation in business as well. Inflammation comes from long hours. Inflammation comes from long periods of sitting down at computer screens. Computer screens in themselves are inflammatory. Sitting in an office, now that you're back to work, sitting in an office with office fluorescence in a high-rise building, uh, dehydration is uh, inflammatory, coffee is inflammatory, um, tea is even more inflammatory. Uh, so sugary drinks, sodas, any form of soda with any form of sugar will inflame you. And this inflammation, as I said earlier, is okay if you're a, a, a high athlete. But if you're a, a vegetable sitting at a desk uh, as a means of production, generating something on a computer screen or in a meeting, to generate your, your life's worth and be paid for it, 
you have to be careful as to how much inflammation you're willing to absorb and how much time you're going to give yourself to de-inflame. So a person talked to me yesterday, they said that they, they, they've got a bit of a back pain and they therefore can't exercise as much as normal at the moment. And they said they, they, they're struggling at night because they've got so much energy from the day uh, that they can't uh, get what they said, get rid of it. Firstly, the universe gives us energy not to get rid of in a gym. That's just a, a, a really sad notion of ingratitude. The universe gives us energy so that we can live. I think what this person meant was the energy was stagnant. It wasn't circulating. And so it was just uh, becoming nervous energy. Because energy, has, like money, has to circulate to grow. Uh, money has to circulate. You have to put it somewhere, not just stick it in a, a box under the bed. If you put money in a box under the bed, it's getting less because inflation's going up and the money's sitting there hidden. Unless it's, uh, of course, gold or something where it's... it's um, got a market uh, of, of um, in, inflammation in its own right. So energy has to circulate to grow. Love has to circulate to grow. No, you're sitting on a chair, finger up your bum going, gee whiz, I really love people. You, you need to contact them. And, and, and whether that contact is um, uh, um, material contact or whether it's just simply uh, sending great vibes through the atmosphere, the energy in you has to circulate to grow. Your love has to circulate to grow. And so we, we need to be, again, uh, careful between burning off excess energy, burning it off, and circulating it. And that's a very important uh, realization when it comes to the topic of inflammation. Because people get, when they don't circulate energy, it inflames person who's sitting there steaming with anger, uh, it, it, the anger gets worse if they don't uh, do a discard or do something where they turn the anger to love. But if they go out and vent that anger, uh, chop wood or something in order to vent it, they, they more than likely um, just make it worse, make the anger worse. So inflammation, it's a really important topic. Um, I think it really governs most of what we do and don't do and it's a great way to measure your self-management, uh, self-leadership as to whether you, what you're gravitating towards are inflammatory things to give you a sense of being alive when in reality inflammation is just killing you. This is Chris. Bye for now.